Jake, Jake, your uh, I was waiting on my damn headphones to turn off. Oh, okay. All right, hell yeah. All right, guys. Well, we'll just jump right into it. Uh, so we're sitting on the eve of yet another WWE pay-per-view. Uh, Money in the Bank 2020 being billed as the most unique Money in the Bank match ever, which uh, I certainly agree, just given the time and its location. Uh, I'm definitely a little bit uh, behind in terms of catching up, so I'm kind of working off the highlights here, not going to lie. Um, I figured we'd run through the card match to match like we typically do, make our predicts, talk about some things that we like the WWE is doing, and then uh, we see where the chips fall. Sounds good. Oh, yeah. Yep. So uh, Money in the Bank is going to take place partially at the Performance Center and partially at WWE headquarters. The two Money in the Bank matches uh, are going to take place there. Um, I don't have the card in order isn't necessarily out, but I do have at least all of the matches. So for starters, the men's Money in the Bank ladder match, uh, which I think, with the exception of two people, uh, has a really stacked uh, lineup with AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan, Aleister Black, King Corbin, Rey Mysterio, and Otis. What do you guys uh, first? I'll let Jordan go first. I'm going to let Jordan go first while I get my thoughts together. Uh, I mean, I wasn't really happy about AJ coming back so soon. I mean, I feel like it's pretty obvious Otis ain't winning that shit. <laughs> uh, I feel like Rey Mysterio's too old and he don't need that shit. Right. And I really, uh, King Corbin, I could see them giving it to him, but I'm not quite sure. If he gets it, I feel like he's just going to fail again. So, okay, so here's my question about King Corbin, right? What? Because I, I just don't think the book makes sense, right? So, like, the booking of having him win it, unless you were to have him lose, you know what I mean? Again. Uh, yeah. I, I just don't understand. Because if, if you're going to go that route, why not just have him? come out on top in the whole Roman Reigns view and then but then I guess that was just to, to build Roman for Mania. And I, I don't I don't understand King Corbin getting in personally, but whatever. Doesn't make sense to me. No. I don't I mean, even Daniel like Bryan, Daniel Bryan's already won it once. So that really only leaves like AJ and Alistair is probably like the potential winners. Yeah, but, I, but yeah, like, but like me and you talked about offline a couple times, man. I just like to me going into the men's money in the bank. Like, I think name wise, it's, it's, but I just think from a booking perspective, if we're thinking about this thing, common sense wise, man, I just think it's too fast to push Alistair. I think they want to kind of bring Alistair along. Um, I, Otis. You said it best. It's obvious he's just a placeholder in the match. I feel the same way about King Corbin. I don't think I think King Corbin is a placeholder. Although in a weird way, I could see Vince like putting money in the bank along with the ring shit on on King Corbin and somehow making his King Corbin gimmick even worse. 
Um, and then who else was it? Mister, yeah, too old, past his prime. He wouldn't beat. I don't think he would beat any of the any of the current champions anyway if he cast in. And I just think it's only two viable winners, either Daniel or AJ Styles. Like I, like it's a what six man field, and I just think it's really only two logical options of people who could win Money in the Bank. Personally, in my opinion, of how I'm looking at it. Yeah, you know, Doug there. Uh, I mean, no. it says it says it's connected. Yo, yo, Doug, you there? Oh shoot! Can you can you guys hear me now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I would say that uh, Ray still has gas in the tank, right? Like Ray is probably still the best lucha in the WWE. He understands how to pace a match, how to work against bigger guys. So he could probably still go over one of the current champions. As far as Baron Corbin being in there, it's really important, especially when you have two babyface champions, to have a guy in the Money in the Bank picture that you do not want to see win it. It adds that level of drama that people are looking for in that sort of match. And even having Baron win isn't necessarily, like, it sucks, but it isn't the worst thing idea in the world on paper because then you have babyface champions trying to hide from this, you know, shitty money in the bank holder. Uh, and he just, you know, any villain role they need him to play, he's been willing to play. And it's smart to put that briefcase on a heel right now. Um, in terms of the Alistair thing being too fast to push, I get that sometimes money in the bank gets cashed in the same night. It happened in 2015 and it happened last year but other times it takes 300 days to cash in. Money in the Bank isn't a guaranteed push now. It's a guaranteed push later. Uh, a so, year from now, yeah. That's yeah. I can talk about that. Yeah, so putting it on Alistair isn't necessarily a bad thing. In fact, I think it's actually a really good thing because it tells everyone, without a doubt, at some point you're going to have to pay attention to Alistair Black. Uh, and so I think that's actually a really good move. Uh, I think putting it on Daniel could be interesting. Uh, and same thing for putting it, putting it on uh, AJ could be interesting. I, I agree with you, Jordan, that bringing AJ back so quick, I get it's a ratings boost, um, but also just like availability of personnel right now. Um, but also like the, the match was really cool, but it wasn't like he was dead. You know, <laughs> it is quick though. I didn't expect to see him till SummerSlam um, or at least till SummerSlam season. But it's never, never a bad thing to see uh, AJ Styles. No. I think the the field that they have is going to do a really good job of taking advantage of the environment, though. One thing I saw that I thought was stupid is uh, this past Friday on SmackDown, they had Otis try to climb a ladder and the rungs were breaking out. Otis yeah. weighs almost a, like 50 pounds less than Braun Strowman, who won money in the bank. So it's like, you're going to tell me that Braun can climb a ladder, but Otis can't climb a ladder? It would be fun to watch Otis win Money in the Bank and fail. I think that would be actually very fun to watch. That would be a, a actual creative spin 
on it because he's the guy I would say in the match that no one expects to win because he's a part of the fucking tag team. You know what I mean? So, like, Is he? I haven't cool, seen Tucky um, Boy in a minute. Uh, word is apparently they're, they're going to separate those two. Ah. But yeah, you can't start his singles career off with a money in the bank. Can you? Has anyone ever done that? I don't Um, they're trying a lot of stuff right now. I really, I really was looking forward to Apollo Crews being in the match because I really thought they were going to have him. I was real excited yeah, for that. Yeah, I, I really think they were going to have him like in a real monster showing at Money in the Bank. Um, and I think that would have been actually to see. So apparently with Apollo, he is supposed to – he's going to align himself with a Shane and Vink or Thorn and Vink or whatever, an MVP. Who was that? Well, MVP. Oh, that's who you're saying that they're going to align him with? Yeah, like MVP is going to be the manager for Apollo Crews uh, and then Thorn and Vink. They're the guys that fought Cedric and uh, Ricochet. Oh, okay. And they're gonna make themselves okay. a little stable there, full of heels. See that? Okay, so here's the issue, right? Because eventually, on SmackDown, both like Raw, probably specifically, that would be your what is that fourth faction? Is that your fourth faction on Raw at that point? Mm, you yes, got the many. Monday You got the OC. With AJ Styles, you got uh, well, Selena Vega. AJ Styles crew. now, though. Huh? Yeah, true. So OC gone. Feels like it's just AJ Styles. The OC's gone. Oh, they cut him when they did those cutbacks or whatever. And honestly, it's the okay, best thing that well, could happen to him because Big Luke Gallows, aka Sex Ferguson, is the best gimmick in professional wrestling right now. <laughs> now. I think that is too many. Uh, I agree that that's too many factions, yeah. but also like yeah. throwing a bunch of mid card heels that nobody takes seriously together doesn't elevate them necessarily, right? MVP isn't a big enough name. Like Apollo beat him, so like where do you go from there? <laughs> Apollo's not a believable heel anyway. He doesn't have. He has not no yet. grit to him. That's his whole problem is that no one believes that he has the what it takes to get from start to finish and then the one opportunity they throw him he blows his fucking knee out in kayfabe potentially in kayfabe or potentially in real life but either way like we got we keep getting these small tastes of apollo for for the past five years you can only main event saturday night main event so many times but I said that shit last year. So we'll see. I would like to see Apollo get a breakout. Apollo is very talented. He can't talk. He's he's better than Ricochet, but that ain't that ain't very hard. But all you really gotta do is put a put the fucking mic in somebody's hand and let them go. Right? They're gonna make mistakes, but they gotta figure it out. Like you can either talk or you can't talk, but you gotta find out. True, and if adults who can't I do I do think they're just going to put a Dragon Gate thing together, though, because Apollo um, 
Akira Tozawa, Ricochet, and Cedric all came from Dragon Gate. They were a stable there of just fucking flippy dudes and Akira Tozawa. Uh, and it actually worked out for him. I put all four of them on the map. It's the reason WWE hired all of them, except Ricochet. He was the only one that like crossed over into bigger success outside of that organization. Um, so I, I do think that you could do something with the four of them together. That's what I thought Titus Worldwide was going to be. Um, and that was when I thought Apollo had his biggest shot was with with Titus as his manager. Um, so I wouldn't be opposed to seeing that with like MVP as their manager. Uh, they don't necessarily have to be heels. They just have to kick ass and none of them do right now. Like the one of them that's doing the best is Akira Tozawa, honestly. And he's on, where is he? he he's in that tournament, right? In that, he is in uh, the tournament, yeah. 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 It seems like they're going to push him to win, but I haven't even been paying attention to that shit enough to know. All right. Uh, yeah, I think okay, it's going to so come down to Phantasmo and um, what's his name? The guy who got fired, uh, Drake Maverick, and then Phantasmo will win. I, also, I have not been impressed by Phantasmo at all. Uh, okay. So, next. No, you know who Phantasmo is. That's, that's, that's that dude that got the, those, the, those guys tried jumping him with those weak ass fucking punches. God, if that wasn't the worst fucking, um, <laughs> oh my goodness, dude. I, 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 almost, I had to watch the video again because it was that bad. I was like, I was like, wait a minute, did they really do this? Like, I was like, what is going? I was like, dude, what is going? Yeah, like, they've been kidnapping all the Mexican NXT wrestlers. Yeah, this is not. Yeah, I was like, this is nonsense. I was like, what is? Don't do this again. Because it's not. <laughs> Absolute nonsense. So, like, uh, how are we trying to mug a guy and no one threw a punch during yeah. this mugging? Like, what, what are we doing? Let, let's stop this. Yeah, that's weird. And when, um, what's his name? Uh, not Humberto Carrillo, but uh, Raul Mendoza, he got snatched. And on the video, like, Mia Yim is just laughing about it. As I don't know if we're supposed to take this gimmick seriously or if these guys are all going to like Mexican bachelor parties. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the fuck they're doing with that either. But uh, wait, wait, did, did we give our prediction? No, we did not. Uh, I think it's blurry, but I'm gonna say the person that I predict to win Money in the Bank is Alistair Black. Interesting. Jordan? Uh, so, I don't know if you guys have seen SmackDown. Uh, no, no, just, no, just, no, just so, a couple of highlights. So, uh, SmackDown went off air with uh, King Corbin on top of the ladder with the, with the briefcase. I did see that. So, he jinxed himself. He can't win. Yeah. So, yeah, I was going to say that almost guarantees he doesn't win. Damn near, I think. I, f- I think. feel like I'm going to go with I guess I'll go with AJ Styles. They might try building him up to something more than AJ Styles since he survived The Undertaker. I can see it. I mean, I think I think for certain I don't think that would be a bad move. I think it would be a very obvious move. Yeah, absolutely. Right? I, I think it's very, very obvious. Um, personally, like I've said, like I think I said this to y'all two weeks ago or a couple weeks ago or something. 
Did I think Daniel Bryan wins? And I think Daniel Bryan's the next NXT champion. I do. I really do. I think it. I think it's something that's creative. I think it's something that you try just to see if it works. If how to how the you know the reception you get for that type of a move. Uh, I like yeah, the I idea. That's, that's the way you go. And I hate the idea. I'm on both sides of the fence there. The reason I like the idea is because they did just put Adam over Velveteen Dream this last week. So Adam doesn't really have yep. a contender because it's clear that right. Finn is gunning for Walter, Karrion Cross, uh, which him coming in with uh, Scarlett Bordeaux is a huge signing. I was actually like more excited about her being signed than him at first, just because they really do need new blood in that women's division that isn't Charlotte. Um, right. But him and Champa are clearly gunning for each other. Uh, I don't want to see right. Johnny versus Adam again anytime soon. So I do like the idea of moving somebody back down there. But if you move Daniel Bryan down there to wrestle Adam Cole and he wins, you've done the same thing with both belts where you had yeah, that's what, a good NXT champion lose to a main roster wrestler, which is just burying the brand, basically. Especially after you already had Adam Cole beat Daniel Bryan on SmackDown. So I would say... That's what would give the... I think that's what would give the program life is the fact that those two have that history in the ring and you remember it so vividly too. Yeah. Uh, I think the only, I think I'm, I'm in agreement. Like the only part of the idea I don't like is the fact that you literally just did the same thing with Charlotte not so long ago. Yeah. You could uh, do it in interesting ways, but you, and they would have to, that's for sure. Cause it's just like, it's, Cause I just think it's very hard for like, if we think about it, like how long has a baby fit? Like, I don't believe baby face briefcases that long. Like, don't we generally see heels hold the briefcases longer than we see baby faces? Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, typically baby, face, baby faces kind of don't win. So yeah, that's the other part of it too, is that I can only think off my head, like two or three baby face winners of that thing. And yeah, they typically yeah. want to cash in ASAP. Cash in like soon, right? Like so soon. So it's like they usually announce their cash in. Right, exactly. So like I could actually see it being a match like that with Daniel Bryan, where like Adam Cole's cutting some kind of fucking promo, some kind of promo, and then Daniel Bryan comes out with the damn briefcase, and it's like. You know, like an unexpected title defense for later that night. And then that leads to Daniel winning the belt. They go into a medium-range pro. No, if you put the belt back on Adam at that point, but you have to find a way to get the belt off of Adam, I think, at some point. Because he's beaten everybody. I think a surprise cash-in would be better. I think you have him wrestle whoever. I don't Like, it doesn't really matter, right? He wrestles whoever. It's a decent match. And then at the end, Daniel cashes in successfully. And that propels yeah. them into a much more heated feud. Because then you've got this. Right. The upheaval, the self-righteousness of taking the belt after feeling like he got, you know, overshadowed at Survivor Series. I think it's kind of, that would be the right play if you were to do it that way. 
But uh, moving on to the women's match. So it's. Uh, I don't even remember who's out. Who's out in the women's So we got Shayna Baszler, Asuka, Nia Jax, Lacey Evans, Carmella, and Dana Brooke. I think the. Again, I think it's a field of women who are going to take advantage of the environment in and in a different <laughs> way than the men will. So that's going to be really cool. I think Shayna is an obvious winner, but I do think that Shayna and Asuka have it out for each other. Naya kind of has it out for the two of them, and that leaves a really cool opportunity for someone like Dana Brooke to sneak in there and get the briefcase. Like genuinely, I don't know who is going to win. Uh, especially because if Shayna was really that dominant, she would have put Becky's ass to sleep at WrestleMania. So I feel like that's, that's in, why I don't think she's obvious. Yeah, they're in a weird spot with Shayna. I do think that giving her the briefcase would rebuild that character for her because they're still talking about her like she's this unstoppable force. Um, but Asuka has been the MVP since they started having these shows at the Performance Center. She has been consistent. She has been entertaining, and she has put on some great matches through and through. Um, mm-hmm. So she she'd be a great uh, briefcase holder. Um, I don't know what you do with the tag team at that point with her and uh, Kyrie Sane, but I haven't seen Kyrie the- since WrestleMania anyway. Well, she fought Nia last week, but Nia fucking treated her like a sack of potatoes and threw her around. Yeah. To me, I think it just makes more sense to put the briefcase on Naya. I mean, I, I just think the on the wall. I true. despise like, I when briefcases to, get put on big people who can make their own opportunities, right? Like, that's how they book Naya. They book Naya just like they book Braun, and so it was dumb as hell to put the briefcase on Braun. you telling me this big motherfucker can't become number one contender whenever the hell he wants to? <laughs> Which is what I said I mean, before. I just, because she's the one that broke Becky's nose before she left. Yeah. So there's no reason for her to get the briefcase. She should just be the number one contender because there fucking isn't one. Like, she, Becky's all about wiping red off her ledger. That's a giant spot of red, which is a broken nose. The receipt wasn't punching her backstage. Yeah. The receipt needs to be in the squared circle. It's like, yeah, there's no reason to put... And honestly, I think a good way to go is to have Becky keep Naya from getting the briefcase somehow. Do you think that's a better play than actually putting the briefcase on Naya? I think so, because then you create this feud on the side, and then the briefcase can just live in its own little purgatory until it's time to flip that switch. Because the whole point of the briefcase isn't to create a storyline now. It's to create a storyline later or God forbid, like we've fucked up an idea and we can just switch and go to this one right now. It's a get out of jail free card. You know it's a I bad booking. If you were going to do it that way with kind of costing Naya, because what I think is going on, I think they're trying to make Shayna look so dominant so that it's not obvious that Naya Jax wins the That's what I think. Personally, I think they're building her just to crash her again and have her not win it, which I don't think there's no real losers in Money in the Bank, but I think they're just doing that just to make it not so obvious yeah. that Naya wins. My, That's what I think. My pick, I mean. my sleeper pick, Lacey Evans. 
Ah, uh, uh, that fucking <laughs> the housewife, right? <laughs> We're both just like ah, uh, like dude. I, oh my goodness, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's been consistent. Dude, I, I just don't want. She's been in front of the camera. Uh. I think she's got a better right hand than most of the male roster. That's for sure. <laughs> she's already it, okay. So his, it looks better than Roman's fucking Superman yeah, punch. That's for sure. Yeah, dude. Nothing that Roman does. I wouldn't uh, say that. Anyway, uh, I would say everything Roman does, except for his two finishing maneuvers, looks great. Okay, maybe. All right, we'll go. We'll go. With <laughs> I, that. I can live with that. I can think that. Uh, wait, who are the three on the SmackDown side? Is Dana Brooke, Lacey Evans, and who's the third? Carmella. I wouldn't mind a whole like I like I think the briefcase should be, especially on the women's side, because all all these women in the match except for Dana Brooke had a title shot. So Nia and Dana Brooke have not had a title shot in the last calendar year. So I think, like, um, to me, I think the women be someone who's going to win it, obviously. Uh, the men, you could actually put whoever in there because you could, in theory, just have whoever wins the men. Uh, what do you call it? I go that route. But uh, but I'm not gonna say I want to see Dana Brooke win. I wouldn't mind seeing Carmella, uh, Carmella win or whatever. And then once they find, <laughs> I think it would be funny if they pulled the trigger on Bailey and Sasha, and whatever happens there, whether Sasha takes the belt off Bailey directly or costs her the match. They're trying to pull between Bailey and Sasha. I kind of hope the belt is not involved in that. Yeah, like I think that should be an organic women's rivalry without the belt to kind of deepen, like strengthen the depth of the division. Right now, literally the only thing that's going on, everything's centered around the belt. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, so here's why they're pretty much dominating the division over there. I agree with you completely. I think the belt should not. And that's why I think Lacey's going to win, right? Because Lacey took Sasha's spot, if I remember correctly. And so then my theory is that Sasha is going to get involved in a way that causes Lacey to successfully cash in on Bailey. And then that's the driving force between Sasha and Bailey. An accident, but one that reveals their like animosity for each other. And then now they're both suddenly out of the title picture and you have a clean slate for the title and you have a hot female rivalry on SmackDown. And so I think it's the thing what? that but, creates man. the best booking scenario. But then the fearful part in that is then the Evans is your women's champion. I think the fear there is that you bury her. Like you're, you're, you may end up burying her as a champion because that rivalry, like, because let's just be honest, man, like, Sasha and Bailey might actually be dominating SmackDown as a whole right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just from from the face of the like those two are the face of the SmackDown brand. I'm not even gonna say the women's yeah. of the SmackDown brand right now. So 
that rivalry would, would, I think, overshadow your newly crowned champion and Lacey Evans. So then it's just like, while these two are in the top few, Lacey's over here fucking defending against Tamir. But, but honestly, that's fine. Uh, uh, They've done that with people in the past. Thing. Like, look at CM Punk, right? Like, we look at CM Punk and we remember he was champion for 500 days. None of us remember that that was a shit championship reign. We look at Jinder Mahal and we remember Jinder Mahal was a champion for almost six months. We, we remember, but not everybody remembers how bad that championship reign was. Lacey Evans has now been in the main event for too long. And so you don't need her to main event the show, but it is time to legitimize her by saying she is a former women's champion. They did that with Bailey for a long time. Remember Bailey, former women's champion in her own right, former women's champion in her own right. Well, her own right was fucking terrible twice. Then she finally got this reign, which has been pretty entertaining. And so you don't you don't need your first championship reign to be the championship reign. But if you want to start making it so people have that character association with a superstar, because if Lacey loses one more big opportunity, you're going to run the risk of burying the shit out of her for, for good. And I think they have too much invested in her. And when you look at the field of upper mid-card women, she is better than a bunch of the other ones. She can talk. She's got a dynamic move set. She can carry her weight in the ring. So put the put the briefcase on her so that she can squeak out an unclean win and get the belt. Doesn't matter if it's not the greatest championship run. She works a couple of jobbers, has yeah, a match with Naomi. Whole, I would almost imagine she like a win Yeah. Hold it for long if she does. Yeah, she doesn't need to hold it past SummerSlam. I'm still yeah, I'm still picking Nia Jax to win it because I just think the writing's on the wall. Yeah. And I think they planted the seat a couple weeks ago. For me, like, I think all the stars align, right? Nia uh, looks dominant. And uh, I think I said it first when she came back on the Raw after Mania. And I was like, dude, they might be setting this up for Nia to take it off of Becky. I think the stars are aligning. Then Becky comes out a couple weeks ago. And she calls out the winner of the Money in the Bank to cash in against her. Then we had the triple threat match, which kind of everything, which kind of confirmed what I was already thinking uh, between Oscar, Shayna, and Nia Jax, which is fucking stupid, right? Because all they said the match never started, I guess. Although all three women their way to the ring, in the ring, whatever. So the match was never official. However. Nia Jax ends up being the last one standing. Um, all the stars are aligning, honestly, uh, for Nia Jax to end up taking the belt off of Becky. Uh, and I think they're going to use the money in the bank to do it. I get that. My favorite thing about okay. money in the bank is that it does plant so many seeds for the rest of the year. It always does. Jordan, did you get your predict done? Sure. Oh, no. Um, uh, the only problem is is that on Raw this week, they aired a, th- a promo saying that uh, Becky Lynch was going to come face-to-face with the Money in the Bank winner on Raw on Monday. So that leads, that so leads me to believe it's a Raw superstar. <laughs> wow, they filmed in the same spot. Yeah. 
Will was filmed in the same spot. Raw and what? SmackDown. They filmed in the same place. Uh, he said, yeah, yeah. I mean, they all live. They all live in hotels down the street, and then show up to work. I mean, this is true, but why? So they're just—you would just bring the money in the bank person onto Raw, though. Yeah, they do that. They've done that a lot lately, especially. I mean, they, they can. can have a title spot. No, I understand that, but she, but the fact that she's already—it's already set up that she's going to come face to face with them on Monday. Well, yeah, she's the Raw Women's Champion. They come to her brand, but hell, the mm-hmm. NXT Women's Champion was on Raw the other week, beating the shit yeah. out of uh, Liv Morgan. Fair enough. That still leads me to believe it's a Raw superstar. <laughs> Stick to your guns. SmackDown people, <laughs> Dana Brooks. I mean, I Dana Brooke right. ain't worth a damn. Carmella, I mean, oh. her and Dana were talking about their match for the the women's tag titles. So I feel like they're going to push them over there. Lacey Evans. Oh, that's true. Lacey Evans, I feel like she's already lost to Becky. She's lost to Bailey. I just, I don't see her doing anything. But like he said, but, but like he said, remember it may have her just hold on. You know what I'm saying? Maybe if they just have her hold on to the briefcase, which, that's what I'm saying. Baby faces just don't hold the briefcase that long, dude. Like Bailey, who was the the tried and truest baby face of them all last year, cashed in the same night against Becky Lynch uh, at Money yeah. in the Bank. So it's like I like I just don't that a baby face is gonna win it and hold it for more than like a month. Yeah. And see, you know that was the that was the other like, reason is that she's the baby face right now. So say she does do that, and those two. Uh, being Sasha and Bailey separate, who she have left left to face as a heel on SmackDown. Well, the way that they're separating Sasha, Sasha's oh, like it's my time. But you know, like but, she's but ready Sasha's to gonna be fighting time. Bailey. Come the baby face. Sasha and Bailey will be fighting for that. I'm like, it's you laughing. have Naomi, you have a Naomi, you have Tamina, and Tamina's it's already up for this title on this one, so I doubt she's gonna get thrown right back into the picture. Yeah, I just don't like Lacey as an option. We don't have to lose this. I think uh, we already said like Baszler. She's she was already so high up. It'd be she could win it, but I just don't see it happen. Nia, she already has a viable option to go after Becky, and I feel like Oscar's been the MVP, and I feel like it just makes sense to give it to her, whether she goes to Raw or SmackDown. Like she's Oscar, like babyface heel. She's Oscar. Now. It was an idea to have Oscar win and cash in on Bailey in the midst of this nonsense between her and Tamina. Like I don't think that would be a bad idea. However, like you like you mentioned Raw, it would be an issue because you lose your most consistent performer from week to week since yeah. WrestleMania. So I mean that could be an but most of her time. I don't being think it would be the worst thing in the world, right? Because she was jumping back and forth because she was the tag champ. Also, I think we're putting we're putting a lot of stock in champ. Sasha yeah. and Bailey feuding because let's keep in mind this is not the first time they have hinted at this feud on the main roster. Everyone knows, and they know everyone knows that this is what we want. So wait for the perfect time. Right now is not the perfect time for that feud. That's a WrestleMania season feud. Just keep planting the seeds and let it go weird or downhill, but there's no need to pull the trigger right now. They came really close to pulling the trigger two years ago and didn't. 
And I thought for sure. When... See, I just think everything's lining up for them to pull the trigger. I was thinking more SummerSlam than WrestleMania personally. Because uh, I think that would be a I think great, they're dragging their feet. I think that would be a great. I think they're dragging their feet to get crowds back. They're waiting to get asses and okay. seats before they do something like that. I guarantee it. But as it should be in seats by SummerSlam, though, right? Because SummerSlam is in September. It's in, it's in August, but I, I mean, hey, shit, August, we don't know. Corona August, do what right? Corona do, man. That's true. And yeah. yeah, another thing. And money in the bank, Corona match. won't just get harassed. But, Uh, so, the, but the Wait, I don't know if it's going to play into anything, but the men and women's Money in the Bank match is going on at the same time. It was filmed two weeks ago. But they're they're stating that all oh, you mean the- all twelve superstars are do are in the match at the same time. Oh well, in that case I don't Otis know. is going to win the the women's Money in the Bank. There we go. And he's going to give it to Mandy. Boom. Yep, and he's going to give it to Mandy. One hundred percent. That's James Ellsworth won it and gave it to Carmella. This is true. You know what? R2 going to win it. Give it to Carmella. But then you would be going to the one Also, James Ellsworth's been on that Ryback juice. Bro's getting jacked. Does he have a neck yet? He's replacing it with pecs. Or a chin? I don't remember what he was missing. Yeah, he, yeah, he was all neck. He had no chin. There we go. All right, so next on the card, you already mentioned it, so we can go ahead and just talk about it real quick. Is the women's uh, title match, Tamina and Bailey? Um, does it just feel like it's it sucks for Tamina, but does it just feel I mean, like a a duh? This is Bailey. Like there's no way Tamina's like gonna win. So I'm gonna say no. Uh like I, I I I could see Tamina winning just because I could see Sasha fucking her up, whether it be on oh, purpose okay. or accident. I could see her yeah. fucking her up. I don't know if you saw SmackDown at all, or if you saw like their entrances at least. Uh, if you watch the entrance between Bailey and Sasha, every time like Sasha gets a chance, she is eyeing Bailey's title. Yeah, I've seen that, but I think it's still so, too early. Yeah. I think I think this is where you plant the seed. She fucks Bailey well, I didn't, up, but Bailey saying. still yeah, pulls it out. Can't pull it now. That's what I was saying. I was like, it doesn't have to. I don't know if it'd be blatant and it'd be like she she fuck her up. But if she did yeah, something okay, similar okay. to what she did when she cost Lacey her her spot in the match. Oh, true. Yeah. Or hmm. to get a DQ and Bailey still win, you know. Pretty consistent. Yeah. What they're doing. I'll, I'll be honest. I I think Bailey retains with. Sasha's help the same way she retained at WrestleMania with Sasha's help. It seems like the theme is common, right? So while Bailey is using Sasha to her leverage, like, okay, like, so basically, like, it seems like everything that Bailey does is costing Sasha. Sasha is doing everything as the friend to help Bailey keep the belt. You see what I'm saying? So I think that trend continues into Money in the Bank. Uh, did Bailey? Did I, I haven't watched the episode where Tamina had to face uh, Sasha? Did Bailey cost Sasha that match against Tamina? I do not know. 
I didn't see it. Uh, Jordan, I'm trying to remember. Come back to me in a second. Okay, I do. Uh, yeah, because if he did, I think that trend would just continue. I think, uh, I think Bailey would in deep trouble with Tamina, and I think Sasha helps her pull it out at the end. And I think that's your storyline eventually. Once Sasha, whether Sasha turns or whether Bailey fucks her over, however it happens. I think your storyline is going to be Sasha's done. Like Bailey wouldn't have been champion yeah. if it wasn't for Sasha, and I think that's the stance she's going to take. Nice. I think they're just playing. I, I agree with that. I, yeah, because I've for, seen those like, seeds everything. too. Everything. Yeah. It's literally Chris that's Jericho and Kevin Owens. Like it's kind of the same thing. It's done slightly different, which I appreciate. But that moment where Chris came out to fuck with Kevin and Goldberg took it off of him, I could see that sort of thing happening. Of just like. Because Bailey keeps, I could see it at Mania too. Like mm-hmm. Bailey was expecting, or had that fearful look. Like, is Sasha going to turn on her? Because uh, Corey Graves has actually done a really good job of it. Right. Like, hey, Sasha's resume speaks for itself. She will stab you in the back before you're even turning around. Um. But <laughs> yeah, I think every time, like Bailey's got that fearful look in her eye, and then Sasha still comes through for. Her. And so I think the way it's going to end up happening is just a, a very, yeah. you know, scar just lets Mufasa fall kind of situation. If that's the way, if that's the way it happens, then there's no, then you, then it, under that logic, that would mean that Sasha would stay the heel. And yeah, Bailey I don't think there's any way the with this given thing unless you have. Bailey preempt Sasha, but that ruins all of the work that you've been doing, and you end up with just this like man of a story. If you you need to throw Karis right. on this fucking thing, and the way that you do it is you make Bailey sympathetic. Also, that's the end goal here. Like I could tell from the very beginning because Bailey's character was self righteous. Bailey's character was talking about how she was overlooked. They're still trying to send the message that Bailey is a natural babyface that people should care about, and no one wants to see Sasha Banks as a babyface. Zero people. So, Correct. Yeah. 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 I, yeah, I love right, her. It's the yeah. right play. The it's the thing now, people yeah. will tune in to see. Uh, those two are magic when they're running that way. Um, and you can still run Bailey's like self righteous thing. Like, why would you do that to me? Like, I think it. I think it just works out um, best that way. All right. So next. Although I don't think they're going to wait for oh. Mania, I definitely think they're. Yeah, pulling I could, the I could fast see that. Now. Yeah, I, I, I just meant not fast now but... at the time. I think SummerSlam is when this thing. So, other match on the card is the SmackDown Tag Team Championship Fatal Four Way because we haven't seen enough of that shit. Um, it's the New know. Day versus the Miz and Morrison, Forgotten Sons, and Lucha House Party. I think Forgotten Sons take this just because it's too much of the same shit. They brought these guys up randomly after they did effectively nothing in NXT. But in their defense, it was really crowded in NXT while they were there. They were stuck between uh, DIY for a while and the revival and the Authors of Pain. They got stuck between Undisputed Era and whoever they were going against. And they, these guys were kind of meant to be a main roster caliber tag team. 
and not an NXT caliber tag team. Um, and I think some of those guys, like Steve Cutler, got himself into amazing shape alongside Jackson Riker, who honestly should just cut his hair at this point. I don't know what he's doing to those bangs uh, to move up and do something uh, exciting. And I think they pose a really cool threat specifically against the New Day. Xavier Woods should be healthy and ready to go sometime soon here. And we get a proper Freebird-style six-man tag competition between the New Day and the Forgotten Sons. And that sounds exciting. Because also I'm ready to like I'm ready to see Miz and Morrison either split or do something more interesting with those characters because they're just they're kind of just showing up. Yeah, the tag team thing is getting old. Yeah. Like we did it. It yeah, was fun. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I don't like John. I, I really don't like John. Oh, I, I'm on I'm the same page as you. John Morrison has stuffed up. I want to see Johnny Impact. I don't want to see John Morrison. Yeah. I want to see Johnny Impact in TNA. Right, yeah, because I thought that's why they. I thought that's really why they brought him back was to sell yeah. as a singles competitor, not as a in a tag team. So I don't. He's also like given the Miz a couple of looks that were like, "This was your fault that we lost." Me. And so, yeah, I want to see him like turn it. They get a hot mid card feud, uh, and then maybe the winner goes on to take on Sami Zayn for the Intercontinental Championship or something like that. I don't no, think Sami Zayn gonna have that belt much, much longer. I think they're just gonna. I mean, although it's not a bad idea to keep it on him, though. I kind of like. Sam. He's a good placeholder. Jam doing with you know with it, but yeah, I could. I would really like to see him. Uh, uh, if they're gonna keep the whole him, what do they call themselves? The His international band. What, what do they call themselves? Yeah. What is it? Was it like his artist collective or something like uh, that? Yeah. Yeah, that that. I I think it would be a very a perfect uh setting to, to have like if you're gonna need some if you want to keep that belt for long, I thought it would have made so much sense to put Sami Zayn in money in the bank. This is what I would have liked to see them do. Is to somehow put Sami Zayn in Money in the Bank, have the artist collect help him win it, and then he becomes the Universal Champion while we quote unquote wait on Roman to get back so that where you put the belt on Roman. But I think it would have been, I think it would have been great to have the world title right now on Sami Zayn while he's kind of in this like weasel mode type of state where he's. Not he's got like Shinsuke and Cesaro doing his dirty work yeah. while he's just, uh, running around talking shit to everybody. Like I think that would have been like fucking brilliant if they would have did that. I think they just are hindered by the IC title because I don't like, just got holding yeah. both your IC title. I and think the Sam money is where they the need bank. him because honestly, the Briefcase, middle of the show I mean? is where they need good content, and so Sammy is providing good fun to watch middle of the show content. He's not hurting the division. If anything, the division is more relevant than it has been in a while. Like it's on TV at least. Um, unlike when Shinsuke was the champion. So I, I think he's right where they need him. He's playing the role that they need him to play. That was something that I, uh, Scott Hall recently said, somebody asked like, 
Scott Hall, you know, shouldn't you have gotten a, a shot at someone? Like that was the thing that everyone wanted to see in WWE was Scott Hall versus Sting, but Sting never came over. Scott Hall's answer was just like, I, I played the role they needed me to play. You know, this is a team mm-hmm. sport, no matter what people want to say about it. Um, and so I think Sammy's being a good, a good team player. Yeah. Because you got to get people to tune into the whole show. No one makes a paycheck. Yeah, I just think. Because I think they could have made something out of the, the money in the bank, like cash in, you know what I mean? Like with him having money in the bank, I think it would have actually been. That was the best Brock Lesnar that there's ever like been. That. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, so it's like I think doing something like that with Sammy having it, you know, not so much to the degree that with Brock, but just how he's handling the, the IC title right now, like I think that would have been kind of brilliant to put it on him. Yeah. Who knows, man? Yeah, could get there. The could title. get there. Because there, there's an alternate universe where Sammy would have been released. Well, but back know? to the match. Um, so I'm glad that they're using Sammy. Yeah. All right. So we got Braun Strowman versus Bray Wyatt. I really like. Wait, did we? Did we all make predictions on? Oh one? shoot! Oh, wait, we got predictions for the tag. Uh, for the my tag. predictions forgotten. Son. No, no, no. Uh, I, mm, I, I feel like they're just gonna yeah, play it okay. safe. See how everything goes, but I think it, it's still gonna stay on the new day. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, the new day have them right now? Oh, I did not know this. Okay, so I'm way behind this right now. Uh, now I think I'm taking that same. Because I, I, I was going. Oh, okay. Damn. Okay, yeah. yeah. Whoever the champion is, I think I'm picking that. I have to watch SmackDown. To catch I mean, I like the Forgotten Sons. I feel like they should have won the, the Dusty Classic back when they lost to fucking Ricochet and Alistair. Yeah. Because Ricochet and Alistair were just a Dude, team they, thrown together. Consistently, those are the teams right. that do the best in the Dusty Classic. Dude. I was just I was just about to say that, dude. It it seems like the team that they just throw together randomly yeah. is I the team WWE that wins tag the teams Dusty Rhodes Classic. Right, bro, like right. you look at the bar it's thrown together, six-time tag team champions, fucking Stone Cold and Shawn Michaels back in the day won it easily, even though they were currently feuding with each other for the World Heavyweight Championship, the two-man power trip. I mean, they've done that, but WWE's like went to that well so many times. Like they did that with John yeah. Cena, Shawn Michaels, and John Cena. They did it with Hell uh, first us. Yeah, I mean, they go to that Finn well. Finn and Samoa Joe. That was where they planted the seed it's for those two having their singles feud was right there because Joe was like, "I'm going to win you this cup," and as a result, as a, a return favor, I want a shot at the belt. And that's how that all started. Mm. Smart play, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm I'm agree with Jordan here. I think New Day, New Day, keep it. I keep forgotten sons. Uh, is it is it elimination or is it just a 
one fall, fall fatal they, four. They have changed that the day of in the past. Hey. I, I tend to think like fatal four tag team matches like that should be when you got eight guys involved. I think it should be because I think it makes for messy endings. Yeah, but I feel like, like that's the point when you throw eight four teams in there. I hate elimination matches. I so in this case I don't because I think it brings clarification to the tag team division right now. That seems like it's. Mm. The same thing. If we don't want to keep getting the same thing over and over, I think we have to define something out of this. So I kind of like it in this situation. Like I'm not a big fan of the like the singles matches, like Fatal Four, where it's just four guys in an elimination style match. I'm not a fan of that. But in this situation, where where they are in the tag yeah. team title pitch, I think it makes more sense. Or whatnot. Cause it's like, right, you guys were the first. Oh no, Lucha House Party! Get out of here. Back. <laughs> hey man, Lucha House Party could take, oh, no, the, whole God, could take the whole thing. Go. No. If they, are, they are. If they're not placeholder tag, so what is? I don't know what a placeholder <laughs> house party's tag is going out. The Lucha House Party's not that. I haven't ever actually seen them wrestle a meaningful match like yeah, no. in a while. I don't. think. Yeah. Like none of their matches are. They just yeah, stick them in the Trevor was their best showing. Ever. Me some bullshit just to take up a team. Yeah, house parties going first, then Miz and Morrison, yeah. then Forgotten Sons. Never gonna see that. All right, so Bray versus Braun. I really like the story that they're telling here, but I don't know what the end goal is. Like, do we bury Bray once and for all? But like he just went over John Cena. But Braun is literally a placeholder I, I, I man, one. I cannot. Yeah, but why not? Why not make it not so? So like I just here, here's my problem with everyone saying transition champion and he's placeholder champion because yeah. obviously we know who he's placeholder for Roman who would have won the universal title at Mania but my problem is why make it less obvious why can't we plant the seed of doubt like oh my god Braun has just been on this fucking hellacious tear since winning the belt which I think yeah. they've never given him a fair shot to yeah. have his character's good people love him whatever cool now let's take that he has the belt now let's legitimize him as a world champion that he's never been and then that way when roman comes back with SummerSlam, survivor series hell in a cell whenever the hell roman decides to return to the ring right why can't we have it to where yeah. people have I'm that, that I'm like dude that. i don't know because they need to make I don't some know, stars dude, like, right like brock just you know made what drew like Drew Person. has the opportunity in 2020 to become a yeah, genuine star, right? Because that's the reason we keep saying, "Oh, well, it's got to be Roman or it's got to be Seth." It's because they haven't made anyone other yep. than those two feel like a fucking star. But like Stone Cold Steve Austin was a placeholder. Yeah, and I, I do want—I do oh, think we'll get to that in a minute. Back, but I do think know? that uh, Seth's going to do the job. But I think that you know Stone Cold Steve Austin was a placeholder King of the Ring 
uh, winner, right? Triple H got in trouble. Stone Cold got put in there, and he ran with it and became Stone Cold Steve fucking Austin. So I would like to see Braun Strowman have that level of determination and gumption and just go, like, maybe ask for forgiveness a little bit instead of asking for permission on everything. Um, and just make it something happen. Because, yeah, he, he needs momentum. Yeah. And I think Bray is going to be Bray no matter what. Win, lose, doesn't matter. Like, he proved it at WrestleMania after taking the L to Goldberg that the mystique of the Fiend is still there. And it, it wasn't tarnished at all. So Bray honestly wouldn't be hurt. Wait, hold on. Wait, wait, hold on. I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that. Now, somebody, and I think Jordan, me and you might have had this conversation already. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. And I think this is where the lines get blurred as far as money in the bank. Doug, do you this year when we were watching, God damn it, what was that? Hell in a, no, it was TLC, I'm sorry. It was TLC. Uh, in the match, they had the title on the line. I believe he wrestled the Miz that night. Did they not announce, like, for the promo of the match, did they not yes, ask him as Bray, Bray Wyatt, Wyatt as opposed to The Fiend? You see what I'm saying? Like, you get what I'm saying? That's Right, so that's where I think this goes. Right, so they're not they're oh, not promoting really the fiend point. versus, or at least from what I saw, they're not promoting the versus Braun Strowman. They are promoting that's Bray really Wyatt versus Braun Strowman. So what you do is you have Braun go over Bray clean. You don't really break. I think you have. Fiend thing right now because I think one or two things happens if you put the Fiend in there with Braun. You either either book yourself back into the corner that you use Goldberg to book you out of with the Fiend or you just uh, have Braun bury the Fiend because then that would be like, hey, second big guy in the row that he's faced and he's lost to Queen because you're going to have to over the Fiend Queen. Which would then legitimize Braun, yeah. yes, but then what are you doing to the Fiend at that point? You see what I'm saying? So I think they have him wrestle as Bray. They have him go over, and then they just have him move like on. To Hell, even if the Fiend hunted Braun, at least kicks the can down the road. But I like that. So there, there is one flip side to that because I, I, you're you're right that they're protecting the Fiend. One, the mystique of the Fiend, mm-hmm. and two, his his win streak. He did go over mm-hmm. the Miz as Bray, which was good. It also like really cut the Miz's value as a wrestler. Um, but they did this with Finn, right? And I think the difference <laughs> there is that Bray doesn't mind losing as Bray Wyatt, right? Because they already spent five years making Bray lose as Bray Wyatt. I think he. I think if he were upset mm-hmm. about that, he would have left. Finn, on the other hand, did not like losing as Finn. He did not want to have to be the demon to win. Mm-hmm. That's never what it was about for him. Whereas the Fiend's character existed because Bray sucked. And so it kind of makes a lot of sense that like, hey, Braun's going to fucking power slam him through the <laughs> ring. And then maybe we'd never see Bray Wyatt again. Uh, 
or maybe we will. But the, I agree that with you that they are not pitching this as the Fiend versus Braun. And even the face-to-faces they've had, it's been Bray. So I think you're right, and I do think that Braun will go over. Oh, I think Braun's going to squash him. I'm, I feel I like gonna I, I feel like Brazen come out there okay. and talk that bullshit. Yeah. yeah, I think Brazen come out there and talk that bullshit, and Braun's just gonna be like, just take it in and be fed up and just fucking murder him in the ring. I think, he's- <laughs> and maybe we don't see Bray Wyatt again, but like that would be good for Bray to disappear for a while, and then just come back because. Yep. Yep. It would just be good. My program of 2020, our truth versus the fiend. Yes, we bring back little Jimmy. <laughs> uh, and, all right, so are we all in agreement that Braun's <laughs> going to win this one in some form or fashion? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I think you have. I, I think, think he's going to almost put the mask on, but to, and then but to have when he'll shake his big dumb head, be like, "No, no masks, just hands." <laughs> <laughs> no mask but hands. I don't think go that far. I just think. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. I was thinking he puts the mask on and then he beats the shit out of him. I could see this being like to be to be honest, I could see this playing out in a scenario kind of like uh kind of like Undertaker Brock Lesnar from a year, a few years ago where uh I forgot how it started. I, I believe it started with the streak. He ended the streak. He comes back, costs Brock. He cost Brock the belt later uh, in the year, and then they go into their uh, feud. And so the you just brought up one of my least like favorite things in professional out. wrestling. Something like that, that. feud was great. Where, can we fucking talk about what happened at the end of that Hell in a Cell? We're going to rewind yeah, the clock to 2015 Hell yeah. in a Cell real quick, because Bray Wyatt, Luke Harper, and Eric Rowan came out. After Brock Lesnar F5 the Undertaker onto the bare mat, no canvas, and pinned him, and picked up the Undertaker and carried him away <laughs> and said that they feasted mm-hmm. on his soul. And then Taker was just fucking on Raw like two weeks later. Mm-hmm. Like, we want to talk about AJ coming back after being buried. They <laughs> ate his soul. And not only did he come back, the Bray Wyatt was never relevant again until the fiends came along. <laughs> you just sent me back like a Vietnam flashback to just one of the dumbest fucking things I've ever seen in a pay-per-view. <laughs> and they went home with that. They ended the fucking pay-per-view with that. But so basically. <laughs> So basically what I'm saying is when Roman comes back, now say we don't see Bray until Roman comes back, but we during their title match. So let's say Braun and Roman, I would say let's say they're midway even into, let's say they've had a couple matches. Because I don't think the title is going to change hands on the first on the first go. I don't. I think, I think they are going to have Roman but somehow Roman gets the Roman treatment and will get the rematch. 
However, I think in that rematch is where you could have the fiend reappear to cost Bray, I mean, cost Braun the belt, and then that sends the fiend and Braun into a heated, heated rivalry, which then it doesn't fucking matter who goes over where at that point, depending do, on what yeah. booking wise going mm-hmm. forward. You see what I'm saying? So it's not something that has to immediately happen for the for the fiend to resurrect Bray's loss, but I do think he wrestles as just Bray. I agree. And loses. Mm-hmm. All right. I agree as well. So now what I think is probably going to end up being the match of the night. Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins. I have loved I have loved every bit of this build. I think like, it's easily the best match. Has gone like, it's not even fire. Um, I do think best that Drew's going over. Um, but I think I think you'll have like the acolytes of uh, Rollins get in the way. Like they're going to do something to kick this feud down the road. Like I don't want to see this one end here. Just like I didn't want to see AJ and Seth end at Money in the Bank last year. The only reason they did was because AJ got hurt. Uh, and so these two guys are the opposite of injury prone. So I don't think that we're going to have that sort of situation with this. And I do think that these guys are going to have a great mm-hmm. match, but it's not going to be over the top so that they can continue this feud down the line. Uh, some sort of interruption either from Buddy or from, you know, who knows, maybe Kevin Owens fucking comes back randomly to put Seth through another table. Um, I don't want to see that happen. I'm glad that Kevin's getting some time off, so when he comes back, he can go and do something meaningful right away. Um, but exactly, he already went over at Mania anyway, so he would have no reason to do that. We would I mean, all probably Seth be called him a fat piece of shit on national like, television. What the fuck like, is going he on can here, hold that man. grudge. But yeah, I, th- I think this match is going to be great. Like I'm tuning in for this match. Like I, the money, the brink briefcase, I've never given a shit about. Um, but for whatever reason, title matches at the money in the bank pay-per-view are always good, especially when they involve Seth Rollins, Seth versus Dean in 2015 was my favorite match in 2015. Seth versus Roman was the first match where I was like, Oh shit, Roman Reigns can wrestle. And then Dean cashed in right at the end of it and took the belt. So it was like two title changes in the span of a minute. Oh, okay. um, and it was a cool thing. It was like all three Shield members held the title within a span of 90 seconds or something like that. Yeah. Um, one night, and then Seth versus uh, AJ last year. Uh, so I think, I think the match is going to be great, but I do think Drew's going over. Mm-hmm. But they have to go over, right? Yeah. Of the current champions, Drew needs He's to, been be doing great. to be standing as champion. You know what I mean? I would love for them. I would love for them to honestly have Braun hold the belt as long as humanly possible. Because for one, I just don't want to see Roman as champion again. That that would be one. Uh. And then two, I think it just makes the booking 
less obvious because I think if you had Braun come out of a feud with Roman as the champion still, I think it makes booking options less obvious going forward, right? Whereas on Raw, we're like, okay, I think it's weirdly kind of obvious, like, that Drew's going to win. He's probably going to come out of this rivalry on top, so to speak, quote-unquote. And then, depending on what they do with money, and you know, you know, what happens if we see some kind of weird-ass scenario in which King Corbin, uh, King Corbin cashes in on Drew after a great match with Seth, but then Drew wins it back in an immediate rematch or some bullshit like that. Like, I can see them trying to throw I think they're trying really hard to build their faith right now like that. because you know the ratings mean? are suffering because of the pandemic. They're something dumb. They're not selling tickets. They're not selling as much merchandise. So people tuning in to watch the show more than it has in a really long time, and the booking reflects it. Mm-hmm. Shows have been consistently good. It's it's weird that I haven't been watching. I've just been busy, mm-hmm. but I want to watch because it have been good. Basically, ever since they stopped having an audience, like I haven't seen a bad Raw, SmackDown, or NXT. That's true. That's true. I really hope they keep using, uh, as far as Raw goes, I hope they keep using uh, Selena Vega oh, yeah, and her crew of, uh, of maestros. I don't know why they don't. It infuriates me why they haven't put the tag belts on uh, on Theory and because uh, they're just boring on, uh, on Prime Street Time or whatever the fuck these assholes are called. Uh, the raw tag champions. Yeah, those assholes. Yeah. If crime time is not Street already a tag team name, we got to take that. Should it be buried here in a couple, a couple of months? If crime time is not a real but, tag team uh, name, we got to take that. Huh? <laughs> I mean, I think it is. Though. Never I mean, it's really owned by WWE. You just keep saying. Part, right? I would think. I don't know. Yeah. You've just been calling the Street Profits crime time for a year. Really? Really? Oh, man, I don't know how I'm No, bro, there was a tag that, team that in WWE period, with two black dudes called Crime Time, bro. Huh? It was, uh, I think the big dude was named Shad, and the other dude was named, uh... God damn it, oh. what's the little guy's name? Uh... Bro, I remember uh, this like it was like. Are y'all serious? Well, remember, I didn't Wait, watch from like 2008 crime, uh, crime to like 2010, really. And so, if it was in that like post Benoit era, I didn't, I didn't really watch. <laughs> yeah, when it was just like white dudes know, using their real that names primarily, that's when I stopped that watching wrestling. What a why. <laughs> Where's the why? Is it yeah, in the crime? crime time. Yeah, what a why? Because if, if it's crime time, like T, yeah. like Y and E. Oh, in both words. Yeah, with the Y. So, like, the, the Y replaces the I. Yeah, in that's both just words. like cry me time, like the spice. Yeah, the crime herb. time. So these dudes just cry while they're cooking. 
But this is these guys, yeah. Fucking crime time. Crime time. I'm glad it was a real tag team. I'm actually very surprised. I'm actually very surprised. Yeah, I knew it was. I was like, because that, that's what I think about every time I think about the street property. I'm like, crime time. That's why I call them that all the time. There's two black dudes together that they ended up getting buried by WWE. I don't think uh, crime time was a championship belt. I don't think. They might have, but I don't remember it, the title rank, so it's almost like it didn't have one. Uh, and I Man, think I eventually two guys uh, in my life. Mark Dawkins, Angelo Dawkins. I mean, Angelo Dawkins is going to be his way. Yeah. He, he's going to end up eating his way out of the WWE, uh, I think. And my man's will just be oh boy. Could be I think he has the talent to be a possible world champion. Not a great world champion. You know, not a great one. But I think he could believably hold one. Yeah, I think Montez Ford's future is a lot brighter than Adox. And I do think that one is kind of holding the other back. Yeah, but I, I mean, mean Miz Miz and already has a Hall of Fame career, on, to be honest. Like, they, kind of hold more at least on thing. paper, if not story matches. Like, this has only had like two or three matches that I would consider great. Um, but he's got a shit ton of good matches, which is more than like the honky talk man can say. And he's a Hall of Famer, so and he he ain't got nearly as many. I see I see titles. So yeah, I I, I do want to see. You're right. I want to see yeah. Miz and Morrison fall apart and do something. Interesting. Like, I want to see go back on Survivor Series and watch the Miz's match with Tommaso Ciampa. That is the stiffest that you will ever see the Miz wrestle. He is knocking the shit out of Tommaso Ciampa in that match, and I loved it. Yeah. No, that was a good match. I, to be honest, all those matches last. Like that involved the NXT cross brand in the lead up to, in the lead up to <clears throat> Survivor. That's all really good. Like, I think they had a match on NXT. I believe it was, uh, I want to say it was the OC versus yeah. uh, Kovic, Keith Lee, and uh, Tommaso Ciampa. That was really good. Uh, Adam Cole versus both Seth Rollins and Daniel Bryan was really good. Ciampa versus Miz yeah, they were all bangers, uh, man. Dude, they had a lot of matches. The only one that, that, the only one of that really whole crossover period that, that I was like, this sucks, was yeah, Rhea no, Ripley versus uh, Sarah Logan. I mean, she don't work here no more, so clearly nobody. Who gives a fuck about Sarah Logan? That's the problem, right? Brass ass Sarah Logan. That's how I was upset about that. That stupid ass elimination chamber for the women. Like they literally had they literally had fucking Shayna beat up on four non contenders yeah. and just, a semi contender who had just cleaned by the champion. So I wasn't like that into that, but yeah. It will, for sure. Oh, yeah. It's going to be interesting tomorrow, at least. 
Because, I mean, you still do have six possibilities in each match of whatever you can do. I, they will put it on Corbin and do some just straight weasel garbage shit with it. Kind of like, if he gets if he gets the briefcase, it will remind me. Uh, yeah, Seamus five fifteen says I just kicked your ass. Was arse. that Seamus versus Roman Reigns back in twenty fifteen when he cashed in on Roman? Yeah, led into a a terrible rivalry, oh, oh, a terrible program. To remind us of Baron Reigns. Corbin's last time uh, winning money in the bank, which was terrible. Yeah, I think I think that. No, but they kept teasing us with something that could have been terrible. But he ended up losing, so we didn't give a shit about that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think it's more. I think it's if he wins. Like, and no one cares about the loser. Like, to be honest, you cannot. Like, I don't know that people can name oh, yeah, all only, the top all yeah, the money in the bank have guys lost. that have lost. Tried to cash in because yeah, I can't. So it's John Cena. No, that's true. So it's a, it's John Cena. I want to say, and I can't even tell you Daniel and uh, Aaron Corbin. I think that's it. Yeah. I don't know. You could just have the the winner of the men's. Money to lose the championship match whenever they take it. That could be so a the, thing. The too. failed money in the bank cash ins are John Cena, Damian else? Sandow, Baron Corbin. So WWE and just some goofy shit. Uh, his gimmick Who was funny. Damian like Sandow. The shadow the and he would just that? do all the same things the Miz was doing. I thought Damian Sandow was a really good comedy wrestler. Um, I'd say he was a better comedy wrestler than uh, what was that dude from Sanity's name? Eric Church. Eric. Eric Young. Oh well, they don't exist anymore. But Eric Young, when he was in uh, yeah, when he was in TNA, he was a really good comedy wrestler. What is and I thought Damian Sandow was a really good contemporary oh, to that in WWE. And they let him go, and he just stopped wrestling, which I thought was a waste. Um. I think Elias is a better version of him now. Uh, helps that they look fucking identical. But yeah, just think of a less in shape Elias. Yeah. Which Elias' gimmick is fucked because yeah. he broke, uh, Baron Corbin broke his fingers. Oh, okay. Uh, it was just during a backstage brawl. It just happened that the real world injuries that he got why were broken he, fingers and a bruised larynx. So he can't play guitar or sing, which is this whole fucking gimmick. I, I believe so. That's at least what was reported, was that they were real injuries, and that's why Elias has been off. These are real injuries? Or they're fake injuries because they're sick of him playing guitar. Oh, uh, definitely not. Yeah. Mm. Back Him and Baron's WrestleMania was better than anticipated. As opposed to bullshit. All right. So for that, <clears throat> uh, in his life. Dude, that was probably the best. 
the, sa- the only other one that comes to mind is his match against Austin Aries in NXT when Austin debuted. Yeah. Yeah, it was five years ago. But, uh, yeah, guys, I think this is probably a good place to call it. We got our pre-dicks in. Uh, this will be up before uh, the pay-per-view goes live tonight. And uh, we'll see We'll see if we were right. I got a feeling uh, I got a feeling about Alistair Black, Black taking that belt, taking that uh, briefcase. It would. It would go a long way in him being built, I guess. I just think he needs to breathe. I oh, you know think what? he's one of those people that doesn't need You know what would really fuck up his mystique? I don't even like him like that. Carrying around a fucking briefcase. Briefcase, honestly. I'm definitely hoping. Mm. Yeah. Like, That's true. But Braun Strowman looked fucking stupid up carrying around the briefcase, too. His giant fucking Come ham fist. Find a fight or something. Whatever fucking briefcase. bullshit he'd be saying. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't think it works. I don't think it's going to be him. I think he's going to get his first title shot when he wins a Royal Rumble. I don't year, like the briefcase. I'm going to be the first person to say I think the briefcase is stupid, and I think if you're going to take anything from the 24-7 championship, that's what you should take, is that these people just... Our truth has had referees inside of luggage, inside of trunks, and they just pop out, count to three, and he gets the belt. Like, that should be how money in the bank works. I hate the run out, hand the referee the briefcase, and every time the referee acts like it's the first time they've ever fucking seen this briefcase... And then they go, I don't, I don't know what this is, but he told me to ring the bell. Ring the bell, whatever that means. <laughs> it, but, uh, look, I, think, I think it pisses me off more because, like, there's a stark difference between Immediate. when a heel cashes in versus when a baby face cashes When a baby face cashes in, I swear it's, like, fucking 12 minutes Oh, no, no. oh you're, you're absolutely cash. right. It's like, you're what? Absolutely right. what? Yeah. You want to cash in now? Like, you mean, like, right now? Like, what? You want me to go hand this over and start the match? But when the heel, when the heel cashes in, it's just like, oh, he's cashing in right now. Right now. Yeah. And it's like, bro, it's so fucking dumb, bro. Just fucking start the match, man. Like, right, we yeah. don't believe that. It's yeah, unless the heel's an idiot. Like, if you're a Baron Corbin for heel. Money in the bank. Because he tried to cash in, like, four fucking, fucking times. It didn't like, work. And what then he cashes in, in a, at the beginning of a match just to get his ass whooped by John Cena. <laughs> he tried to, so Jinder Mahal versus John Cena. And he cashes in at the beginning of the in, match. Huh? John Cena <laughs> focuses on him, beats the shit out of him. And then Jinder Mahal sneaks in there with a coloss. And then that's all she wrote. It was a waste of literally everyone's time. <laughs> no, no. Mahal's title reign started because he beat Randy but Orton. Mahal's Clean. title reign started, was it? No, so Randy took the belt off of Bray at WrestleMania. 
and then was he, that at WrestleMania? Where, where was that? Uh, I don't think it was SummerSlam. I think it was like, but it was around that time, right? And then he had a, a he had what was actually a surprisingly entertaining feud with Jinder Mahal, including that, that Punjabi prison match. That Fujami prison match. Yeah, I remember. That's the only thing I remember about that. About that. So rivalry, random. About that program was the Pujami prison match and in which the great Kali came. That was all right. Kali forgot that he wasn't a fucking win. champion and wouldn't give General Mahal the belt back. Yeah. I kind of liked it. Like, I was like, I liked it. All right, guys. Well, hell of a show. Just like, damn it, dude. And uh, we'll see how fucking money in the bank goes. But yes. any save rounds? You guys got anything else to say? All right. Uh, no, I think I kind of made my predictions as far as where they go with it. It's gonna be weird yeah. to see what they do with the men's money in the bank. I'm excited to see Otis win the women's money in the bank. Daniel Bryan wins it and then takes it off of Adam Cole. There you go. I did. I did see that one already. That would be fucking crazy. So wait, Jordan, this is confirmed that all that both matches will go on uh, at the same it time. It says he's connected. Wait, did but, we lose Jordan? I don't know. Please? But I, this isn't the first time I'd heard that both matches are going at the same time. But I didn't know if it was like official. But I actually like that idea, right? Like the same deal. Yes. Royal Rumble takes for fucking ever. Because they need to do two 30 people matches. I same thing for Elimination Chamber. We gotta do two Elimination Chamber matches. Like Lethal Lockdown, we discovered, got real old when it's six matches in the same gimmick. So especially because they're having these people destroy an entire building, which I don't know. They're gonna it's gonna be interesting to see them write that off as a business expense. Yeah. But they gotta destroy the entire corporate headquarters to get to the roof. Let's just do that once. One done. The people get there at the same time. Otis throws Nia Jax off the roof. Rey Mysterio Jr. wins the women's money in the bank. And we'll just move on. Because the thing is, the reason I'm thinking, like, I guess you're right. Whoever wins it doesn't have to cash in now. But like I said, if a babyface wins it, which I feel like the men's side is at least overdue for a babyface. Because I don't think a babyface won it in a minute. Uh, so I think they're overdue for a babyface to win it, which is why I think you have to look at... Uh, that's why I have to think that you got to look at Adam Cole as being a possible target because he's the only heel champion. And that's what I think. That's why I think Daniel Bryan to Adam yeah. Cole. I mean, that would be the coolest yeah. one because I don't want to see Although Daniel they Bryan haven't hinted Sammy at it at all. Like we already did it. Really? Sammy won. I think it makes Right, and you're not and, and, right, and Daniel's in this no man's land anyway, as far as where he is. So, so it's not like he's got like he's not in the middle of a feud mm. or 
like SmackDown doesn't really lose anything for him temporarily see, being Daniel Bryan wins. NXT. Daniel Bryan wins. He cashes in, in on Adam Cole. Adam they have a great Cole, match. You know he loses. They have a, they have a nice rematch. Huh? He loses again. Him and Drew Gulak tag team down in NXT and take on Pete Dunne and Matt Riddle for those belts. Wait, wait, okay. Mm-hmm. No, you said have Daniel Bryan. Well, even if he wins and, and takes lose, the belt, like the surprise cash and thing that we talked they about, have a rematch. The belt he loses back. again, and then Daniel and Drew have... move on from that feud into the tag team picture and wrestle Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne. Because I think those matches would be fantastic. That makes sense. Only, uh, I don't want the thing is I don't want. I think once you take the belt off of Adam, you have to take it off and kind of let him chill without the belt for a minute. Kind of how they let Champa like how we thought like all roles let the Champa like, which I do think. I think like I said, the takeover. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the title is actually defended on wrestling at WrestleMania this year. And I actually would not be surprised if Tommaso Ciampa mm. won the Royal Rumble this year, which is what I think is going to happen anyway. Uh, but that's a story for another day. Uh, and I think he finally gets Goldie back, to tell you the truth, uh, at WrestleMania. But um, I just think Adam Cole's beating everybody. So the only other logical thing you could do if if the money in the bank winner is not going to take it off of Adam, the only thing you could do at that point is have Finn take the United Kingdom title off of Walter and then have Walter take the NXT title yeah, off of Yeah, it would Adam. be the that exact is literally only, that they did that with the women's division. That is literally the only thing so left. Someone take the belt off of Rhea, and then Rhea took the belt off of Shayna. Whoever the fuck this guy is. Huh? Yeah. But, I mean, it wasn't bad booking, and there was history between the era oh, boys damn, I and Ethereum they did that. that would Holy be really shit. cool. So, yeah, I think I do enjoy what they're doing with NXT to give these feuds and these people longevity there without right. having to move everyone up. Um, yeah, and I think Karrion Cross adds a really cool dynamic to the situation. Yeah, so I mean, unless you're going to have build him to make him the the guy, I just can't because you could really since you're building Johnny as this like mega heel if you had Daniel go through a short program, maybe two Let's say a surprise cash in, take over, and then take over after that. You get a rematch with Adam, you win. And then you have Johnny. You have a very vindictive heel Johnny take the belt for Daniel Bryan, and then boom. 
now you got the belt back in the hands of an NXT yeah, guy, which I, I think is believable. And I would just like to see that wrestling. That match, Johnny honestly. could so, yeah, be I, honestly, I keep Daniel I thought Bryan of it before that like the best place for Daniel is NXT, but yeah, 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 is NXT? I think I personally think so. I mean, I mean Daniel technically is original like, NXT. He I think was on the first season of NXT. A singles competitor, whatnot. Yeah, the Miz was his uh, trainer, and that's why that's where their whole rivalry came from. Oh, really? Well, all right, guys. Mm. Thanks for uh, yeah. So thanks for sitting down for another another episode. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm about to go to bed too. All right, guys. Oh yeah, have the crash now. Till next time.